Hello, this is Bill Lytell with a little bit of wisdom for your walk. I'm speak about a thought today that has helped me over the years, and I've really never heard anybody speak about it in all the different sermons and preaching I've heard. It has to do with uh, John chapter 17. John chapter 17 is called the High Priestly Prayer of Jesus. It's where it's, it's considered the greatest prayer in the Bible, not just the New Testament, but the Bible. It's Jesus' prayer to the Father for us, and that he prays that we'd be in the world, but not of the world, that we'd be in fellowship with him and not of the world, but we'd be separate from the evil of the world. He doesn't pray that we'd be taken out of the world. I've said this, it's, uh, God doesn't want you to die for him, he wants you to live for him. I mean, he could kill us at any time after we got saved, boom, we could be gone. But no, he wants you to live for him. He wants you to live for Christ right in the most evil. A lot of times as Christians, we want to get away from the evil of this world so bad it makes us so upset, makes us nauseous to see what's going on today around us. We're literally sick. It literally has, it did a lot, the Bible calls righteous thought, it torments his righteous soul. And I understand what it means to be tormented day in and day out by the ungodly behavior of those around us, their blindness to what's going on. Ultimately, their destination is grievous. And Jesus says two verses. Uh, he says in verse uh, chapter 17, verse 15, he says, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Well, that's Jesus' prayer not just for those of that time, but for us who would come. I know that because verse 20 says, Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. So almost 2,000 years ago, in John chapter 17, verse 20, Jesus says, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you people in 223, 2023. I'm praying for you folks that will believe, that shall believe on me. These same things I'm praying for the people right now in 32 AD, that they shall believe in, the, in me through their word, and that, and that we believe through their word. It's amazing, the gospel, one word to the next to the next, and people believe one at a time, and look how many of us there are. Well, I'm going to focus for a few minutes, but thou should keep us them from the evil. I find that appearing a similar thought of that in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13, it's called the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Most of you know it by heart. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know that. When I start that, you could probably finish it. But verse 13 there, it says, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, I've prayed that prayer a lot. Here's the way I figure it. I figure if Jesus taught his disciples that prayer and the subject matter of that prayer, that we should sure enough include that subject matter in our prayers. Does that make sense to you? If Jesus in chapter 6 says, this is where the disciples said, teach us to pray. And so he says, okay, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's the way you open your, your, your voice up to God in the throne room of God, as the Bible says in Hebrews, that we're to go boldly before the throne of the throne room of God by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the right he has paid for. So, it makes sense to me that we'd pay attention to what's in that prayer. He says, we're to pray that God delivers us from evil. What is evil? 
The word evil can mean a lot of things. It has a large meaning, a large connotative um, meaning. It can mean hurtful. It can mean malicious. It can mean wicked. It can mean do someone harm. It can be to be lewd, derelict, uh, uh, culpable, diseased. It can even have that idea. It can mean bad, evil, as it says, and grievous. So it has all those connotative meanings and more. So evil can just simply mean bad sometimes. Sometimes it can mean something grievous, something harmful, something lewd, something malicious, something wicked. Okay, so I want you to have, he said, deliver us from the bad of this world. Deliver us from the malicious of this world, the harm of this world, the lewd of this world, the, the uh, derelict of this world, the disease of this world, the culpable of this world. Deliver us from hurtful things of this world. That's what Jesus is saying, pray for. Father, deliver us from the malicious harm uh, of this world. And God forbid that we would cause other people malicious harm, that we would do evil to other people. The Bible is real clear on that word of abstain from the evil, the hurtful things, the malicious things, the wicked things, the negative things of this world. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 through 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. I'm not going to read it. You can read it later. It says in 1 Thessalonians 5.22, abstain from all appearance of evil. Proverbs 4.14, enter not in the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Proverbs 3.7, it says, be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, depart from evil. Proverbs 4.27, it says, turn not to the right hand or to the left, remove thy foot from evil. Psalm 34, 14, depart from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. Psalm 37, 27, depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10, for he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. So these people, God have mercy on the souls of these so-called born-again people who are wishy-washy middle of the road, trying to get as close to evil as they possibly can, but not be participating in it. They want to almost look like evil, almost sound like evil, almost do the things that evil people do, but not quite be there. The Bible calls them worldly. They want to smell, talk, act, and do like the men of this world, but not participate so-called in what they do. They want to have the haircut of the world or the style of music the world plays, and that's what's wrong with megachurches, by the way, is that they want to be like the world. If I could say anything about mega, most, most megachurches that have brought the so-called rock and roll, Christian rock and roll in them, that's, that's an obvious, obvious violation of deliver me from evil, uh, keep me from the evil of this world. To bring it into your church, dance music, strip club music, music that people get the wicked of this world entertain themselves with in the into the holy of holies, God's house where God's people dwell, is obviously wrong and should not be participated in. I hope this helps you some. It says in Romans 20, 12, 21, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. We should we should be as close to good as possible and as far away from evil as possible. I hope you can pray this. I hope this makes us, this just did me. When this truth hit me, I've prayed this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Father, please, I pray it again now. Please deliver me from evil. 
Please deliver me from the evil of this world. Save me from the wickedness all around me. I hope you pray that same prayer. God will answer that prayer, and he will fulfill it by his grace.